Okay, guys. So I, I guess I'm dressed like a newscaster, so I should start like one. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Tech Point Africa podcast, and this is a show where we talk about tech and innovation in Africa. My name is Emmanuel Paul, your host today, and with me in the studio, I have uh, Bolu Abiodun. Oh, yes. Good. And uh, we have Chingo Zirim. Yes, Chingo Zirim. Yeah. So Chingo Zirim is uh, a reporter for Tech Point Africa. And so is Bolu, even though both of them have very, very, very varied interest. So we're going to be talking about all the issues in tech from... Uh, sorry, I can't give this, I can't give this up. <laughs> I can't give this up. How do those guys do it week in, week out? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's fine. But Bolu, welcome back. Uh, Thank you so much. We heard that you were not... Uh, we are under the weather, on top of the weather. You too. It's I was them. under, over. Yeah, under and over Side. the weather. You might, you might explain what that shit <laughs> No, 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 no. Let's not, let's not start that. Let's not start that. But yeah, uh, I was not around last week. I had to attend the program. Uh, Bolo, thankfully, fans were looking out for you. Thank you so and, much. And uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Nifemi is still out for now, but sidelined she's not sidelined she's not this <laughs> year <laughs> yeah yeah so you won't be seeing you will likely not be seeing if for some time maybe i'll be able to drag her once in a while but it's the likelihood is but yeah well please keep your prayers uh with Nifemi. And uh, of course, thank you to Onome and Chingozirin for holding down the fort oh, welcome, for us welcome. last week. Yeah. So we, we're back. Uh, and of course, you know, the point of our podcast is this stage where we talk about everything. The journalists at Tech Point talk about all the issues in tech from a more relaxed and fun and bands level perspective. So if you're expecting deep conk, no, no, please. We, we, we don't do that here for now, right? But... We look at things that are happening in Africa and, of course, the things that are happening in the global stage and how they affect us in Africa. So, ladies and gentlemen, allow me to introduce to you <laughs> the one and only <laughs> cage fight of the century. We had previous huge cage fights, like the rumble in the jungle. What Was that Muhammad Ali and uh, someone else? I know nothing about I, 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 don't, I don't know anything about this. Oh, I do not support this. So you guys don't watch boxing? You guys don't watch WrestleMania? I can't be watching. Well, I, I watch WrestleMania, actually. So WrestleMania 20-something, where Undertaker lost his streak. To um, uh, Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar, yeah, I saw that. And the streak has ended. <laughs> or I the I, epic match between Undertaker and Shawn Michaels, that one where he wore Oh, yeah, I saw, I saw that too. Oh, he said, no <laughs> weapon fashion against you. <laughs> yeah. those, those were epic battles. <laughs> but now, yeah. we're no longer... <laughs> no, 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 no. She's, she, she understands the message. She understands the message. But now, we're no longer in the realm of just pro wrestlers, right? This is Tech Bros. Right, Tech Bros, our very own Iron Man. Company CEOs. Yes, Iron Man himself, the Techno King. Mm. His name, first of his name, are we second of his name? Is it first of his name? The man who gives worse names to his children. <laughs> his name is Elon Musk. He's challenging Mark Zuckerberg, the man whose planet we don't know where he came from. He's from the metaverse, <laughs> I beg. He's from the metaverse. He's from the metaverse. So he's trying to carry humans back there. Exactly. Interesting. So we're here. They want to have a cage fight, and uh, I thought that it was a joke. I've been see. I've been thinking it was a joke until I started seeing Elon and uh, Mark themselves. I share the account. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like you see on the blue ticks, everything. <laughs> the blue tick is there. You can DM Mark and ask him how far you should confirm. Confirm so that what, what exactly did they post? What what did you know? So, so I don't even know what caused the fight. Mm. 
please anybody can that can tell I me think, what caused the fight i think um one of these uh, wrestling things uh, the boxing people posted something and then elon tweeted i'm up for a cage my somebody tweeted that he would like to see them fight okay so elon has said i'm up for a cage match if he is lol then uh, mark screenshotted the whole conversation on twitter i see and came to instagram and said send me the location oh <laughs> okay whoa this is the type where you draw a circle and leave them Mura hi. Mura hi. Just dress. Let's do drop ball junkie. Oh, who do you think will I'm I'm assuming it's a joke and maybe they're just that better not be a joke. Yeah, better not oh. be a joke. I'm invested in this fight now. I hear they're taking martial arts lessons. No, so uh Mark has been has been doing that for a while. I so I saw a picture of um Lomosk with what's this guy's name? I think Lex Friedman. Mm. And the two of them were I can't remember the name of the martial arts they engaged in. And he appeared to be pinning his back mm. to the floor, which may suggest that he is maybe he has some training. Mm. So the two of them are it's not like they are pro anything. They are just I don't even know if they are up to amateur level sure, but they have some training. So it will be interesting to see the two of them collect red eye on a Saturday night, hopefully. Mm. So, ah, I mean, Lomas is significantly bigger than Mark. Or now by that one, <laughs> it's not by that one. It no. is so. It's not. What have you learned from watching uh, Jackie Chan and uh, that's that's like what you people don't know. If you talk to actual people that yeah. fight, they will tell you that in a in a normal fight, anything can happen. Anything? No, this is not. This is not street fight. Now you're not. This, this is, this is fighting with boys. Uh, but the thing is that if not to not to what's uh, called to anybody, but the thing is that if you have good technique mm-hmm. you could possibly beat someone that is bigger than you Way just a matter of provided the person your, doesn't have your technique sure. it's, but it's just a matter of using the person's weakness against them okay and okay using your own strength so okay now that we've um shut we think you scared okay okay but it's fine reality i was thinking about something this morning like imagine me taking on a female soldier i don't have skills she's been trained for maybe a couple of years she beat the hell out of me Like yeah, even if she's smaller than you. Yeah. So that's she has that's training. All right. Is the training that is the issue? But voilà. all these things that we're discussing, how does it affect us in Africa? How does it affect <laughs> us? Yes. Hmm. So here's an idea: Could multi-choice bid to stream this? Will you Because pay to watch it? I'm very, very sure a lot of people will pay to watch will it. Will you? So right now you don't have a DSTV account. Will no, you so multi-choice to account? Well, think about it. There are a lot of people that would just pay to watch Elon Musk. Um, I don't know how it goes. Um so maybe considering they don't have a they don't have they probably don't have bro- uh, broadcasting rights outside Africa. That so, could be So what is more likely to happen? A Netflix buy streaming rights to this or a multi-choice bits for this? Which is more likely to happen? More likely to happen is Netflix. Netflix, Netflix, Netflix more has more money. Um they have more they have a larger audience. I would yeah. even prefer Netflix does it. What does multi-choice want to give? Them? No, let's say Showmax now. Let's say maybe not DSTV now. Okay. Showmax airing oh. this will that give them? Will that make you go and subscribe to Showmax? Definitely not. So why should they bother? Netflix should just do it. Like. Netflix should just do it. The Express so will be better. There's no hope for African businesses to actually stream this. Well, it doesn't look like there is. You should go and sit down. Okay, yeah. it's fine. It's fine. Especially since it's not a one-off. 
It's, it's just it's just one of actually. Yeah, like I, I can't just go and say, oh, let me pay to. You cannot pay for this month now. It's not like you pay annual like uh, the information subscription. Right. It's not like you pay annual. Okay, yeah. but okay. Uh, the seriousness aside, mm-hmm. which tech bro, which in Africa, do you want to see in a cage fight like Elon, Bolu? Uh, I, I want to see Shola. Shola who? Shola and. Shola of who? Paystack. Shola of Paystack and. Ani. Ani Aboyuji. Yes. What what do these two have? Do, do they have any public beef that we know of? No, 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 no. You just I want just to. Want to see yeah, you have you have some <laughs> resentment issues. Yeah, Chingozim, fights. Thinking so hard about it. Okay, so you don't have anybody in mind. Man, I don't have anybody. You don't have anybody. Well, if you know, if you know anyone, you can suggest in the comment section. Okay. Tayobeso of Paga is quite athletic. Maybe you'll be interested. Athletic, in fighting um, who? Athletic and fighting is not the same uh, thing. Though. I don't know. Fighting who? So, the fight I actually want to see is Yinka Iwosanya and Godwin Emefeli. <laughs> <laughs> Yinka, I'm sorry. Well, unfortunately, there's only one person who can do that. Only one person is uh, capable of doing that right now because... Uh, Mephi is probably yeah yeah Mephi is just somewhere yeah but I actually need to see that fight yeah because yeah there's a lot of context they're, if they're you evenly matched if you, if you think about it it's fine it's fine so uh, <laughs> CBN said so CBN announced something last week right which again I don't whoever is there now is fair game for Yinka right now <laughs> whoever is there but making the all these weird decisions supposed to be acting right Person supposed to be acting. You're not going to collect blue on top. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that's not solidified. Wait, so here's the story. The CBN said uh, they want to start adding social media to yeah. KYC. So, uh, tell us what's happening there and why this can cause fights. Okay, so the CBN wants to they they, they want to start requesting, or they said banks should now start asking for social media handles when um, opening accounts for customers so now in addition to giving them my bvn address and all of those things i usually give now i have to tell them my twitter handle my facebook handle my instagram handle and possibly my linkedin uh my linkedin handle basically so I see. the i mean this is considering this is a new administration i'm going to believe they are starting on a new slate right but this is probably the weirdest um requirements the CBN has made in a very very long time because why do we need why do you need social media handles of your uh what do you call it of your of your users yeah of your users but why would you cause fight Serap is a social um it's a it's a non-governmental organization a, a not-for-profit and they have a reputation for suing the Nigerian government <laughs> every chance they get and this time the CBN is in their crosses and they're saying, um, you don't buy markets. You that you said <laughs> <laughs> within three days or we see you. So this is more than three days since they issued the notice to the CBN. The CBN has not um, withdrawn it and Serap, well, I am not their lawyer and I haven't been to the court. Uh, but we haven't heard any news that they have actually gone ahead to do that. I'm not holding out my... I'm not holding my breath for this because this is not the first time that they threatened to sue the Nigerian government and I was monitoring it and I was disappointed. They did not see anybody. So I am not holding out any hope that they do it. But then this is an interesting 
is an interesting development. Okay, so um, thanks for calling that out because now I want to call them out. <laughs> it's now sounding like they're doing that as PR activity to make them look like they are working. I guess because uh, if they've they, not been suing, like yeah, I said, they will sue. They sue a lot. They sue the government a lot. Or they announce that they want to sue or, a lot. Uh, yeah, they, they announce, announce that they want to or that they will. They actually do sue. If you go on Google and Google Serap sues FG, like they a lot. Are, they are what what has come out of any of all those Serap sues? Yeah, but then the thing is, your record of threats versus your record of action. Mm. The threat is stacking up. Like when you stack them together, it's it's a lot more than mm. action. So, so right now, if Serap threatens to sue the CBN. Yeah, I mean, th- is that thing is normal. Like once you keep saying, "I will do this, I will do this, and you don't do it," people will not take you that seriously again. So even if Sarah threatens me, me that, <laughs> me that I don't have anything, I don't like. I beg. When I come down, before they go see take points, cease and desist, and they will not, they will not send it to you. They send it to the managing editor. So I beg, <laughs> beg. But, but so far, banks haven't. They've they've not given out any official communication. So at least I have at least two accounts, and I have not gotten any any email from my banks. If I don't know if you guys. I'm not going to answer them. Well, yeah, of course I won't be answering them yet. But if they say they are going to take my money, or they would, they will, they will do no such. So thing. they will not take your money. So what is likely going to happen is they will now introduce that as an account opening requirement or an upgrade requirement. Hi. That's the problem. So that that that's now going to be another problem. Yes. But why why account. why is this important? Why is it important for them to? So get it's a KYC. So K. So it's like saying why is it important for them to know their customer? Mm. They need to know their customer. Is is BVN address? Are those things not that enough? That is not enough. They need to see all the people they are dragging on Twitter. They need to know when you are acting the federal government. Mm. So yes, so that means criticizing for the policies. They are not. They, they are not doing it because they want to know their customers. Because they want to know who is friends of the government and who is dragging the government. So that. So because I don't see any reason why. So my social media people. is my connection with other people and my interaction with them. I'm trying to. I'm. I'm. I'm thinking of how it ties into maybe my finances. Uh, so, uh, okay, being a skeptic aside, right, mm. or being cynical about this, the potential I see is a way to tackle fraud. It's a possible potential. It's a stretch. I'm not going to lie. But this is a possibility. You dupe somebody. Mm-hmm. Bank comes to your address. They didn't see you there. Or oh, because obviously, you're not going to see you there. I don't know how banks do the addressing verification these days. But on social media, they can look at your interactions to, to get those gets an inkling of how to find you. Mm. They can use a random person to DM you. So there's recently a friend of mine bought something from someone on Instagram, mm. paid and zip. If the person reports to the bank, the bank will say, "Ah, there's nothing we can do." All those kind of thing. It might help police investigations, so they can track your activity on social media to help investigations. Now, again, my caveat here is this is a stretch, because. But one thing I know about the Nigerian armed forces or uh, the police force, when they want to work, they work. They work exactly. They don't need your social media really. Or they they can actually they, they, find they, it. They can find it without you submitting it. So, but That's now nice. I think maybe. 
they want to make it easier for the bank's uh, compliance officers to track all these issues or so for instance now you see people on twitter sharing details on how with themselves on how to game one banking mm-hmm. floor to yeah. collect money or do anything they can be tracking on those conversations mm-hmm. so but this as i'm concerned as far as i'm concerned is a very big big privacy issue yes mind yes, privacy yes, issue yeah. so um, honestly i'm struggling to see the Actually, the NDPC has actually responded to the whole thing, and mm-hmm. they are saying that it is a privacy violation, and they are probably going to talk to the CBN that yeah, CBN yeah. and all of that. So, yeah, I think they've said they've reached out, and they are still in ongoing conversation. So, let's see how that plays out. Mm. Okay, so, uh, yeah, that cage fight needs to happen. <laughs> 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 Whoever is there now is fake game because I don't understand what's going on. Uh, but I'm going to leave CBN for now. There are other policies that give you mixed feelings, right? The Naira float, for instance. If you can, if you check my article about the whole Naira float issue, you would see that it's most likely we're going to end up in 2016 again. We end up with a devalued Naira and none of the supposed benefits. But let's leave all of that aside and go to Uganda, where I'm hearing they want to provide internet service to people in refugee camps. Am I correct? Yes, yes, yeah, absolutely correct. So they want to provide internet services to um, about 1.5 million people okay. in refugee camps in Uganda. And I think this is really important because um, I think Uganda is like the refugee capital of Africa and most of these refugees are coming from Sudan, you know, where they're having a lot of issues. Um, so what they're actually doing is they're partnering with World Bank to launch a universal digital acceleration program to provide internet access to Ugandan refugees. So what this would do is, you know, Access to internet is like the first, usually like the first phase of you developing any digital skill. I mean, you can't develop digital skill in this day and age if you don't have access to the internet because, I mean, internet is full of resources and all those things. So what this will help them do is, instead of them just being refugees, now they get access to internet, they can learn um, digital skills, and then they become like a more productive, should I say, more productive part of society, right? Okay. So, yeah, that's basically what is um, going to happen. So, I'm guessing the partnership with World Bank, and then there will be provision of money to make these things work. And there are actually other initiatives that have been going on in Uganda trying to help these refugees um, actually make like they make something of themselves or um, earn skills that will make them uh, more productive. Hmm. Okay, so I have questions, right? Mm-hmm. This internet service, are they going to, are they specifying what websites these refugee guys will have access to? They are not? Oh, no, no, no. Good. No. This is why I'm asking. Okay. Uganda has a social media tax. I don't think they've lifted it. The last time I checked. Mm. So they, if they if it's use social media. So if uh, say I join a Facebook group mm. to learn something. Mm. Mm. Or mm. 
That's uh, actually I joined, very I joined valid a concern. learning session on Twitter Spaces. Or I joined an Instagram Live. Will I be will those refugees be paying tax? tax? That's a very valid concern, and I think yeah. context is everything. Because <laughs> it's easy yeah, for all these governments yeah, to just yeah. say they are announcing this initiative, mm-hmm. and it sounds like a good thing. But the social media tax in Uganda, the last time I checked, as of November 2022, and there's been no update since then. And they said, oh, the purpose is not to raise revenue from all those, but the social media tax. Hmm. Okay. Are you going to exclude them? So, perhaps? so I, I, I don't think they will exclude them. And I think it's good that you actually asked, would, they, would there be specific websites? websites they can, so what I think they will do with this initiative is that... Yes, we'll give you internet, but then... When you start making money, you start collecting <laughs> No, no, no. Probably, what, what they will now do is, okay, this is where you go and learn this. This is where you go and do this. So, there might actually be restrictions on where they can go. No, it doesn't necessarily have to be restrictions. It's just, I just basically <laughs> saying, if you go to those websites, so, sorry, sorry. Mm. I just saying, if you go to those websites, so you pay tax. Or maybe it's not just the refugees that, are, that we should even be concerned about, like everybody in Uganda. Is it still a thing? That's, that should be interesting. That should be interesting. If me, we're going to ask her if she. Okay, I'm going to ask her if she will pay tax. Why she's here? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Uh, okay, that's let's let's leave this issue because once it comes to government internet access. I'm always a bit because it feels like you guys say you want to do something, but on the other end, you have a policy that's going to hinder the success of that thing. And I hope that's not the case for the refugee. And, I hope so too. Uh, yeah, Nigeria. They tell they say they want to boost broadband penetration. They want to bring infrastructure development for anybody that wants to bring fiber cable. They are paying between three thousand naira to five thousand naira per meter to lay that cable. As a fee, it's, n- it's not like the fee that they will pay you when they are coming. Like per meter, five thousand naira. So it's all those things, like, you can't say something yeah. with your mouth. Mm, because I was, I was, I was even looking at like I was seeing how other countries like say there's this, there's an industry they want improvements in, and then I was seeing what. The government does to make those things actually work. For example, now say they want they want there to be an increase in um, electric car usage. For example, in the US now, Tesla Tesla has four billion, like four billion dollars in subsidy. Even you that buy um, the car, uh, you get like um, is it not it's about seven thousand dollars tax, maybe a tax break or something. So there are a lot of things they do. Not just for those people that want to provide that thing, but even you that, that want to, to consume it. that mm. thing. So they now create this atmosphere for both. So it's not as if oh Tesla is producing or oh, it's easy for Tesla to produce electric car. Uh, we are giving them money to produce electric cars. Um, they even have tax break. Tesla mm. has like a twenty-year tax break. Mm. In the US. So it's not just Tesla that can now. If Tesla produces it, who will buy it? So they go on the other side of the equation and say, okay, let's make this thing, you know, work for those people that want to consume this. So I don't know 
I don't know why, yeah, so why these things happen in Africa. Let's, let's look at cashless transactions. You can <laughs> want to promote cashless, but you are charging these people with transaction fees for every transfer, for every ATM withdrawal. Heck, come on. Okay, let's talk about Ayowo. <laughs> yeah, Ayowo is one of all those uh, companies that seems to be shaking from, reeling from the effects of the economy on one side, but maybe there's a part that has to do with their internal management and process and everything so but we're hearing the techness reported that they shut down take about said they didn't so tech point alpha <laughs> <laughs> so there's okay you already you already give give the like images anything but yes uh <coughs> yours yeah, it does does move the story forward okay yes so let's <laughs> move it forward yeah. long and short of the story that the company says they are not shutting down but that you as you know it today will be pivoting. So I'm trying to I want to get the exact because this is what I think would be the would be the bulk of our conversation. Um, <coughs> this company put out this statement and uh, following all of that, and they said we are going to be making some changes. I'll just read the first two paragraphs so that I don't read everything. Ah, yep, I want to read everything. We'll just statement. we are pivoting into a financial technology platform that provides financial connectedness and intelligence for everyday money and living choices to everyone with a smartphone. This will mean we can deliver revenue to selected entrepreneurs and offer a personal financial and life guide to everyone with a smartphone. So this is a bit... Are you focusing on entrepreneurs or are you focusing on everybody with a smartphone? smartphone? Yes. So this is now where um, questions begin or where the question starts. So first of all, you're pivoting into a financial technology platform. What were you before now? Hmm. Were you a, were you an agricultural technology <laughs> platform? Before <laughs> now. Then right now, is it that you want to turn to money Africa? Exactly. <laughs> you're providing financial connectedness and intelligence. What the hell is financial connectedness? Um, are you, is it a peer-to-peer -peer transaction um, system? Or social media for finance. Or is it social media for finance? You want to start a newsletter for finance, <laughs> so so money Africa exactly. <laughs> or uh, do you want to? I don't know. Maybe a Bloomberg terminal for for Africa. What do you? What exactly do you want Bloomberg to do? <coughs> terminal call. or like it's it's a bit difficult to Wall say. Journal, this is what <laughs> <laughs> I mean. It's difficult to, for us to say this is what they are going to do or they intend to do because we know you as a fintech platform for the most part. And now you're saying, okay, we are transforming or pivoting into a financial technology platform. Except we are not the, we are the ones who don't know what financial technology platform means. Then it needs a little more clarity. So basically, uh, this was you saying a lot without really seeing anything. seeing anything. So selected entrepreneurs, what does, we, we, we can deliver revenue to selected entrepreneurs. So what does that mean? You want to build a B2B product, um, do you, are you going to, are you going to maybe offer similar services to what Money, Money Point does right now? Is that what you're, what you're going to do? But when you say selected entrepreneurs, what does selected entrepreneurs mean? How do you select these entrepreneurs? So then you now say everyone with a smartphone. Uh, if you use the numbers in Nigeria, that's about 40 to 50 million people. Are you actually going to be providing services to all of us? Of course, not all of us are entrepreneurs. So, I mean, it's just a whole lot of, if I'm trying to make sense of this, it's in Gen Z language, it's 
it's giving confusion <laughs> and maybe a little lack of direction on the company's part. So I don't know what their plans are, but I guess we will find out in the next few. So everybody is every most of the ecosystem people I see on Twitter. Sorry, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> the ecosystem people they're rooting for. They're rooting for the founders, but mm. who is talking about the businesses that we're using AO? Who's talking about the users who can withdraw their funds right now? People who are shouting. I mean, the CBN, funny enough, we've already washed their hands from their matter. Of course. <laughs> like, they just revoke their license. Yeah. Like, when I just go deep. <laughs> but, and that's going to be a big issue for them, right? So, if they even say they want to be do financial connected and financial intelligence, whatever that is, it's most likely not going to be a financial services company or a financial services data company, like financial data company. So they're not like a Reuters or Bloomberg, like you mentioned. <laughs> that's that's what I'm thinking about in my head. Like, what is that? But beyond all their plans, I see people rooting for the founders and everything. That is fine. But who is rooting for these users that are finding it? So we saw that they were finding creative ways to withdraw their money at some point. Yeah. yeah. They said, oh, this bank is working or this bank is not working. All those kind of things. Buying airtime. So buying airtime with yeah, buying airtime, uh, buying electricity units, basically utilities, paying for helping people pay for, pay utilities, for utilities in exchange for a transfer to their owner to a different account. Yes. So what about the businesses that were using AO or was there no business using it? I, in my head, I thought they were a merchant uh, service too. Yeah, I I so I actually didn't know about the the merchant side of the business. Where do you seven businesses? Twenty nineteen, there was a year for retail, mm. and a year for something else. Yeah, that that thing is really a, a, an issue in the ecosystem where a startup is having issues, and you know you see people rooting for those those businesses, and no one is really talking about the people that are actually being affected. The, people the customers, affected. and there's no business without the customer. I mean, it's good to root for your guys, which, if you are being fair, that's what most of the whole routine is about. It's really about, oh, I know this person. Mm -hmm. I think he has put in a, a good work, even though it may not always be the case. But, oh, I know this guy. Um, I'm rooting for you. But, well, you can be rooting for him, even though he has messed up. Or maybe he, he made some bad choices. And, yes, things happen in business. But it's... I don't know. So... What, what what I'm particularly interested in here is just the the communication. It's it's mm. it's it's apart from the fact that it's not very clear. So when you check the social media, you'll see a lot of users who are still complaining. Mm. So the first time when their license was revoked, users uh, found it impossible to actually withdraw money, mm. and <coughs> it's. Of course, they assured them that that would be resolved. And then they had this partnership with Providence Bank that give, they gave them new account numbers and all of that. So it looks like it worked for a little bit. But now it's no longer working as expected or as advertised. And that is where the challenge is. So I've seen the CEO or one of the CEOs in, like, in the comment section responding to some of the customers. But you really can't do that to everybody yeah. and even if you can do that to everybody if, 
an aggrieved customer, especially when it has to do with their finances, they really do not care what, about, what your issues are. Yeah, I don't care how personal <laughs> you appear to be or how much mm. you are affected by my predicament. People are going to not pay some bills. People are going to be stranded. Mm. Lives could potentially be lost. Reminds me, okay. reminds me of <coughs> someone on like there was another startup that was having issues and <laughs> someone came someone was like i need to withdraw this money for wedding <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah I mean, think about it so I mean, right. <laughs> but for, i mean funny enough people people just don't that is a street into a joke <laughs> so if i if i this was this was just we are coming out from the holiday so what if the money i wanted to use for my salary was in a year are you trying to say that I will not buy the RAM? So because of that. So yeah. this 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 is an interesting conversation because you've entered the next the subject of the next topic. Will you trust a fintech enough to put substantial money there to get something? Because this is why I'm saying this. Pampi, for instance, mm-hmm. made really, really killer announcements. Yeah. I think yesterday or two days ago. And here are the interesting details. They said, oh, they've hit 25 million users. 25 million users, and they have 75% customer retention rate, whatever that means. I don't know yet. We'll come back to that. Then, to the icing on the cake was they are launching a new savings plan with 20% interest rate. Mm. 20% annual interest rate. Now, what I find weird about this is 20% is quite high for the industry. Yeah. 15 to 18. Carbon, I think Kuda, then... OP is around 18. I wasn't sure how those guys were even doing that. Now they are making this thing 20. Piggy Vest, I think it's around 10 or 12%. Yeah. 14. Highest is 14. And that's for a longer term plan. No, it's not yeah, It's not one year. One. No, I think it's about the one, one to two year plan. Yeah. They have up to 38 months. So it increases the longer you, you are keeping the money with them. But even then, it's um, what do you call it? It's still around fourteen percent. Hmm. Okay, so there are two sides to the pump issue. Let's let's just let's dissect it now. Is this thing thirty minutes or one hour? <laughs> I don't. We're already out of time. <laughs> okay, so we have okay. a few seconds left. You, you fast forwarded it. So fast forward anything. Okay, Okay, let's let's just make this quick. Okay, let's make this snappy, right? But number one, the twenty percent savings interest. How yeah. sustainable it is. Number two, those numbers. They said they are doing five billion dollars monthly. Five billion dollars. That is about three point seven trillion naira. That's in transactions processed, right? Yes, trans- okay. value of transactions value processed. Three point seven trillion naira. Big Chief said all these trillions you are sharing. Yes, God do. But yeah, jokes aside, those <laughs> numbers. Then they said. The, so as of August 2022, last year, Pampi had 200,000 agents. Let's start with the numbers part of this. Okay. Yeah. They had 200,000 agents. Now they have half a million agents. That is 500K. Mm-hmm. Okay. So meaning in less than one year, they've, they've, they've increased their agency banking service by 150%. Then their user, as I said, August 2022, it was 10 million. In less than one year, their user base has increased by 150% to 25 million. Hmm. Okay. That is just in the space of 
10 months. Say 10 months yes 10 okay. 11 months that's what they've done and they said okay it was a cash crunch from january that gave them a big, very big boost so we all remember when they brought the narrative redesign mm. and people were looking for cash so chicken also the md of pampi nigeria said they saw this thing coming when the cbn initially released secular so they were prepared immediately the whole cash crunch came they deployed agents they call their nearby agent services mm-hmm. to ex- for people to come and swap their naira notes okay that was a service they launched at that time that's that mm-hmm. act alone gave them a lot of customers so their agents were now swapping naira notes right. for people then in this period i think we all know that okay if you want to transfer money now and you want to receive it fast so that you're using op or you're using pampi then if you are going to a store to buy something look at the pos that they're using if it's not money points or op or pampi just forget about it in fact money points most of the time right so this is uh so what we are saying if what they are saying is anything to go by this cash crunch boosted their user base uh-huh. by 15 million people mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So you are saying mm. that, that <laughs> I'm digesting very, those, those very interesting numbers, but let's start from the maybe the one that we won't spend too much time. Twenty percent interest rate. Mm. Um I'm no finance expert, but until the likes of Piggy Vest and Carrie Wise came with eight percent, nine percent, thirteen percent, fourteen percent, banks were giving us around one percent or one point five. If your bank was good enough, maybe two to three percent. That was what the banks were. Okay, no, I think it was usually around one to one point five percent interest rates on your on your account, and it, I think it was even on just current accounts at, at some point. So these guys came and they said, "We don't have the overhead costs that banks have, so we can pass on that cost savings to the customer and give them more money." And of course, a lot of people took up that offer. Now the problem is they have. OP, sorry, Pompey can't say that they do not have a piggy vest um, cost because they, 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 like they, can, they can't say there's a cost that I'm piggy willing vest. to bet that they have higher costs than, than piggy vest yeah. because there's a lot of offline distribution play going on. Exactly. Which piggy vest is not doing now. So Those offline distribution play are not as expensive as you think. They may not be as expensive I'm as you think. Volume. But well, for the volume they are doing. Have you seen piggy vest? Isn't it those people that are making their own money they are making their own money but you want to tell me they're not incurring costs how do you how, how are you going to find so for me to maybe activate agents i need to go out you can't just assume and that yeah, 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 there's training involved yeah there's, there's training yeah. if you want As to if there's training <laughs> <laughs> please go on. But, but there's a lot that is involved so at the very least you're hiring more people mm. to do this you're going to you're going to be hiring more employees actually in order for you to do whether they are contract staff or whether they are permanent staff you definitely hire more employees so i'm i'm curious to to know where are they getting the um like where are they getting getting the extra money that they can now use to make up that extra six percent interest that they are giving hmm. to to entice more customers so, so you know pampe has a lending service 
Yes. That, that legendary legend seven that <laughs> became a meme on social media. Mm. So they were very aggressive with the collection and everything. Yeah. So yeah, for context to non-financial expert side, this is like a top down explanation of how uh, financial services space works. The money that you deposit in your account does not really stay in your account. The bank lends it out. That's how the banks make money. So they lend it either to a high yield interest uh, mm. investment uh, to say the government or in pension funds or whatever, right? So the question in my head is, who is Pompey going to be lending these deposits to, to be able to give you twenty percent returns? Exactly, now, because they now have to be lending to someone that can give them higher than twenty percent. Yes, them to giving it to crypto. Crypto, crypto. Yeah, please just 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 hide, just hide. <laughs> so. Their individuals, uh, their individual loans, I think they are paying between 30 to 50% annual interest in their loans. Mm -hmm. That is, that is the, so some of them, some of what these guys have, they're doing up to uh, 50, 60% annually in interest. So once you pay back your loans. So if they're going to be doing that, mm -hmm. that means they are, they are lending to millions of people, number one, or maybe not millions, maybe thousands of people. They're lending to thousands of people. Then two, they are they are perform they are non-performing loan. Uh, it has to be very low, very very low. And here's the thing: where every bank individuals are high risk. Every, every of course, we can't see their we can't see their numbers. But every fintech keeps on saying that they have non-performing um, loan ratio of like. Have you seen Kuda's non-performing ratio? Well, yes. Yeah, so it was that Kuda one that now made us start thinking twice. But everybody talks to tell you that, oh, 99.9% of our customers uh, repay their loans. Mm. And of course, without seeing their books, I can't say that they are lying. Right. I can just say, oh, are you sure? But I can't explicitly say. Knowing ideas. Yeah, yeah I, can't, I, can't, I can't say with a lot of confidence that you're lying, except I've seen your books. So the issue now is where are they going to get this money? But then never say never. This could be a plea for them to um you know get ramp up user acquisition as well. Yeah. I, I already saw someone who's who I think it was your tweet, the person saw and the person said, Oh, let me run and go and reactivate my Pampi account. So people may get in, but like the other question you asked, um seventy five percent user retention. Yeah, user retention. That's now the second question. So I opened the Pampi account out of curiosity just to like see the services they offer and all of that. I are you going to call me and maybe I open the app once in a while. Yeah, yeah, one of those twenty five million users. Uh yeah. Probably okay. it has reached twenty six million by now. Okay, so I am one of them. Yes. Um I don't know user retention, if I send two hundred naira maybe every month, do I also count? Ah, look at you. Okay. Interesting. If you buy a time or uh if all you do with Pampe is recharge, recharge, I'm willing to bet you're an active user. Oh, I see. So if they say they have 75% user retention, they're telling me about 18 million of their customers are active. I'm laughing. But it is maybe not... I'm, I'm, I'm careful not to wave this away as because we've seen what Obea Money Point did yeah. with their offline distribution place. So Pampe's model is also a similar model to these two. Mm -hmm. And it makes sense. And uh but my concern now is for the numbers and the interest rates to add up yeah 20 percent interest rates guys let us know what you think about yeah if you're, 
exactly if you're a financial expert you can yeah you yes. can help us yes yeah, I, I think so uh it's possible that they are they raise 140 million dollars yeah. it's possible that they're using this as a customer acquisition uh, costs they might not be making any money from this they don't need that money by now it was 2022 or be 2021 if you are processing five billion dollars every month and your cut is only one percent think about it <laughs> 50 million dollars every five fifty million dollars every month every month if your cut is only one percent from that mm. think about it so yeah that's that's by the way Shah. but uh guys let us know what you think uh, if you see this uh clip anywhere then or you hear it anywhere please um give us your comments on twitter linkedin youtube anywhere then yeah a bunch of things also happened this week that we forgot to mention indrive does got a license to operate in kenya cbn sets a, contra- a transaction cap on contactless payments uh bully is asking why they are setting a transaction limit on contactless payments is it that they don't want us to enter brt too much but <laughs> that is just by the way and yeah that's us being uh that's us being weird and banting normally but of course don't forget to follow our newsletters uh fintech today uh the workaholic uh um, did you mention that we've we've the only african company yc yeah which actually so yc list uh we released a list of 50 top companies by revenue globally and we've made that list my head is has been scrambling to find oh. a way to find their threshold but the only thing yc gave us is collectively these guys made 50 billion dollars in revenue mm-hmm. in 20 22 they should come and meet opi and pampi <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's uh that's uh what we have for today and i'm sure you enjoyed this session and uh, if you anywhere you see the clips of the tech one africa podcast just know that if you see a less than 30 minutes show of us talking you know that that's a clip and you can always we're going to be linking to the full episode at the end of the video so you can watch what we just discussed or uh audio lovers you guys don't have issues so yeah we love you and uh we're no longer i think stitcher has shut down right stitcher has shut down yeah, it's, well not it hasn't shut down fully i think it's by the end of july or august that is not going to be available but i'm saying things about you being able to get it on pandora because okay. i think pandora is their sister app or sister company or something like that okay. so yeah, if we get more information on that, we'll let you know. All right. So, yeah, where else can they find us, Bulu? Well, if Stitcher finally shuts down, you can always find us on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Heart Radio, and anywhere else you get your podcast. All right, people. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and bye-bye. See you in the next one. All right. <laughs>